Good day everyone. It's an honor to come your way again. And welcome to Scripture Revelation Podcast. I want to appreciate everyone that has been following up once again. God bless you guys. And I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas in advance. We are in the holiday seasons. And God has been really faithful to us. So we give God all the glory. So we are here for episode 30 and this might be the wrap up of the year so before we go into what we have today let's just say a bit of prayer father we thank you lord jesus thank you for your word that comes in season we ask oh lord that every soul that listening will be blessed and the grace of lord jesus will take steps will be given in the name of jesus father we thank you for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen well it's with joy and gladness of my heart that I have come again to share the word of God to us. And I come with a new topic titled Deceive. Deceive. Now our text is taken from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 22. And it says, Who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts? Who has also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirits in our hearts? Now you see the word "deceive." The word "seal," you know, is is a word that we mostly see in our Bibles. We have seen it in scriptures. We are sealed with the Holy Ghost and the rest. But we Christians have to understand what God did in us. We Christians have to understand what God put in us. We Christians have to understand um, the operation of God in a man. You see, what makes God relax in heaven and not want to come down to earth to follow a man everywhere he goes so he will walk according to, his, according to his commandments is because he put a seal on us. Yes, there is a seal on you that gives God the assurance that yes, um, this person is mine. So what is a seal? A seal is something that confirms, ratifies or makes secure. That's what a seal is. It confirms, ratifies, or makes secure. Or we can say it's a synonym to see which guarantee and assurance. These are, these are synonyms to see to, to a seal. So a seal is something that guarantees eh, gu- guarantees a seal is something that God says that guarantees his image in you. A seal is is is, is God's assurance that yes, and um, this person is mine. So that's the reason why he will not need to stress himself from the heavens because know that yes, there is something upon this person that I have put and I have ensured that yes, he is in me for life. Number two, a seal is used to guarantee security or indicate ownership. Yes. So what shows that you belong to God is the seal that he put upon you. There's a seal he put upon you to show that yes, this one belongs to me. This one belongs to me. So in our traveling and our going 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 about life every day, we should always put it at the back of our mind that there is something that God put upon you eh, that shows that yes, you belong to him. That shows that you belong to him. There's something that God put upon you that shows that you belong to him. And it is called a seal. It is called a seal. A seal. Now, the seal is God's guarantee of his image in you. So the reason why God is alright, seated in heavens and not worried about you is because he knows that there's a guarantee. There's a guarantee. There's a guarantee of his image in you. And it is called the seal. The seal. So God is 
rest assured that yes you look like him he is rest assured that yes you will serve him why because there is something he puts in you if you notice god will not always come down in the likeness of men no. he did that during the times of jesus and then he will not do it again you know why not again because there is something he sent when he was sending jesus back to heaven that's what a seal he sent a seal see Understanding this thing is very important as Christians because you see, you'll be limited if you don't know that there is a seal upon your head that makes you look exactly like God. So this is the reason why you wake up in the morning and then you just you just feel uneasy until you read your Bible. It is because there is something in you that God has put that yes, you must just behave like me. You must behave like me. The seal is God's first qualification for the transference of virtue. So when God looks at a man and he wants to give a man a part of himself, what he look, look, looks at in a man is the seal. Is there a seal upon this man? If there is no seal upon a man, then he does not transfer the virtues he wants. Because what? Virtue um, without a seal is a waste of time. You cannot enjoy the virtue of God without having the seed because the seed is what activates the virtue and the seed is what manifests the virtue so there's no activation and manifestation of the virtue without the seed there's a seed upon the life of every man and you must know this you must know this as a christian you must know this now the reason why um, um we um, um unbelievers who cannot cannot operate as 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 the children of god of god do is because you see there is no seal upon their head so there is nothing that helps to 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 um, um to, to to catalyze these 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 virtues that is depleted in us see there are promises that god has given to every christian but you see this seed is what makes that promise to come to pass even if god comes and tell you um, my son um, i will make you great in 10 years from now and this seed is not upon your head then that will not come to pass that will not come to pass see not nothing qualifies you to be in the presence of god without this seed we'll see what we'll, we'll see what the scene in, in in this context is I'm, I'm sure somebody will be blessed today i'm sure now lastly, the seal is a proof that you have been sent. Yes. The seal of God is a proof that you have been sent. It's a proof that you have been sent. You know, in the olden days, we know that um, um, when when a message wants to be passed across, they have to um, go to the king first of all, and then he puts a seal on the decrement, and then that that, that message is become that, that message become authentic. So the authenticity of a message matters on the seal that is upon it. So there is no authenticity in whatever you do if the seed is not upon it. So this is the reason why you go and travel and travel and then nothing happens because why there is no seed of God upon it. See, whatever that does not work is because a seed is not implanted in it. Go back to God and ask God for a seed. If God puts a seal upon it, thing, that thing must come to pass. You know why? Because what men see, what men see, what gives you result that men see is when they see the seal upon you. Results is inevitable where seal is not in place. You can you can never get result outside the seal. Your result is a is a is a factor of how much of the seal eh, is in that that thing that you are doing. The seal. Now let's see what really the seal is. Now I will be saying subtopic the dimension of the seal, the dimensions of the seal, the dimension of the seal. Now we'll just see two dimensions of the seal according to the scriptures and then we'll call it a day number one dimension of the seal is the general seal of the holy ghost the general seal of the holy ghost the general seal of the holy ghost now you see as a christian born of the spirits there is a seal upon you and then is the seal of the holy ghost notice whenever a man gives his life to christ 
what God first of all implants on a man is not money. No. What God implants on a man is not even fame. What God implants on a man is not even knowledge, first of all. What he implants on a man is the Holy Ghost. That is his seal upon the life of a man. That is his seal upon the life of a man. The Holy Ghost. Now, how do I know what I'm saying is true? Let's let's go through the scriptures so uh, we'll understand. Ephesians 1 verse 30 says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye had the word of truth, the gospel of salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Yes. You know, this, this scripture begins to explain the steps to salvation. You sat down, you listened to the word, the word, the word, the word um, brought a conviction to your heart. And then when it brought a conviction to your heart, then um, you gave a life to Christ. You believed in the word and then, yes, you gave a life to Christ. And then after giving a life to Christ, the Holy Ghost came upon you. Yes, these are the steps. Now, the seal is God's, God's, God's promise that he sent eh, to every man that is born of the Spirit. So, you can never be called a spiritual man without the seal of the Holy Ghost. The seal of the Holy Ghost is what makes you a spiritual man. The seal of the Holy Ghost is what makes you a spiritual man. Now, the only access to accepting the, this dimension is total belief in the Godhead and Jesus as your Savior and Mediator. Please, I'm not, I'm not playing around with words. I want us to understand what I said. I said the only access to accepting the dimension is total belief in the Godhead. Yes, and Jesus as your Savior, not only your Savior, but your medi- Mediator. You see, you must, you must come to a to a point where you believe that yes the godhead exists because if you don't believe the godhead exists they cannot operate in you the holy ghost jesus and god is tied to your belief that yes they exist so the holy ghost will never work if there's no belief system that commits him to work and you also must believe that jesus is the savior and your mediator who's a savior one that died the one that died for you and then he he cleared your sins he cleared your record of sins, your past record of sins. And then a mediator is someone that stands in gap in between you and God. So Jesus is the one that is between you and God. So every prayer you this is the reason why we pray in Jesus' name. You know why we pray in Jesus' name? We pray in Jesus' name because we know that the only access to God is Jesus. So your prayers will be limited. Your prayers will will will, will be vague if there is no a mediator. You understand that Jesus is the pathway between you and God, grants you access to God. No man can come to God by himself. The Bible says that comment must believe that he is who is Jesus is and is the water of them that diligently seek him. You can't assess God without the belief that Jesus is your mediator. You must know this. You cannot go around your life spiritual as a spiritual man without Jesus as a mediator. He must be your mediator. He must be your mediator. You see, the extent to which the seal becomes intimate to the bearer determines the outcome of the bearer. Shamanda Kabradiananda. The extent to which the seal becomes intimate to the bearer determines the outcome of the bearer. So you see, your outcome is determined by the intimacy of the seal upon you. So the more you get intimate with the seal, the Holy Ghost, the more you become, the, 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 the more you manifest eh, the, the possibilities of the Spirit. So you are limited to your intimacy. Yes, you are limited to your intimacy. The more time you spend with God determines the more the more outcome of God. That is exhibited through you you are limited to your intimacy you must spend time so much so with the holy ghost that you become a temple you see i was saying i am um, god god laid something in my heart today you see we always call ourselves um, our body is the temple of the holy ghost <laughs> it is a very risky thing to say you know what it's very risky to say 
Because how will you be called a temple of the Holy Ghost and then there's no characteristics of God in you? You call yourself temple of the Holy Ghost and then there's no prayer. Um, what makes God is prayer? What's, what 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 keeps God in a in a in a in a in, in a specified region is prayer. What keeps God in a specified region is thanksgiving. What keeps God in a specified region is love. And then you call yourself a temple of the Holy Ghost. And then these things are not are not are not requisitely seen in you. Then you see there is it is it is not possible. It is not possible. The next time you call yourself temple of the Holy Ghost, you should check your vicinity. Is there love fixed? Is there faith fixed? Is there love fixed? Is there faith fixed? Is there a constant prayer? Is there, is there constant study? This is what makes you a temple. Don't call yourself a temple if you're not exhibiting the, the characteristics of God. It's a very big word to say because how will you say God resides in you and then the characteristics of God are not seen in you? No. It's a very, very big word to say. So the next time you say it, you think about what you are saying. <laughs> because you see, um, God is a God of 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 what he likes to show his actions eh? he likes to show his actions so god not conquer you and allow you to be to 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 to, to divert from his will no when if you want to know that god has conquered you to an extent is that you see that yes every characteristic of him become deposited in you you are not just flesh but you are spirit you are not just flesh but you are spirit you must understand and come to the submission of this they are not just flesh eh? but you are spirit you are a temple Now, you don't get intimate with the Holy Ghost. Instead, the Holy Ghost gets intimate with you. All you do is submission and then intimacy takes place. You don't get intimate with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gets intimate with you. You see, the reason why we cry, Father, I'm not seeing this dimension of you in my life. I'm not, you know why? It's because you are going about the flesh. Let me let me explain what, what the sentence I wrote now. now. You don't get intimate with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gets, gets intimate with you. Let me, let, me, let me break it down to understanding. Now, we go to the place of prayer. Eh? because it's a place of prayer and then most times we pray and pray and pray and pray and woggle and toggle in the flesh and then we come out and then you say that you are still the same way you went you know why why is because you do not take down see there are steps that brings the holy ghost to understand this as a christian you don't go and meet the holy ghost the holy ghost comes to meet you all you need to do is to submit when the holy ghost says that there's this submission he comes you don't go you don't you, See, understanding this thing will, will build up intimacy in you. Understanding this thing will build up a constant intimacy with you. You don't need to struggle. You don't need to. You must not travel in prayer for ten hours before the Holy Ghost comes upon you. No, when he sights that there is the, that that there is a phantom of of submission in a man, he comes. The Holy Ghost comes in a submission. He is a gentle spirit. He wants to. He wants to be the head over you. If there is a situation whereby you come to meet and then you still want to be his head, you want to command him. He does not come. This reason why we waste time in prayers, thinking that we, we are we are, we are just gratifying the flesh, play, praying and miss. You see, you will continue to pray and pray and pray and travel until you understand that the Holy Ghost comes when there is submission. When there is submission, have you submitted to the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost, not my will, but your will. This is the this is the people Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost is looking for. Not my will, but your will. Your will, your will, your will. If you have a will, the Holy Ghost will not come. Why? Because the presence of will is the absence of surrender. The presence of your will eh, is the absence of surrender. So if you want to know whether 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 you have surrendered enough, is that you don't have a will. That's why Jesus will say, Not my will, but yours. My my means is to do the will of the one that have sent me. He that, that's that's a man that have totally submitted. 
His will is his will, the will of God is to do the 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 will of Jesus is to do the one the will of the one that he had, that 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 have sent him. Praise God. Praise God. You see, one of the greatest contention in building intimacy with the Holy Ghost is forcing oneself on the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gets intimate at the point of total surrender and brokenness. Yes, you are forced yourself on the Holy Ghost too long. That's the reason why it's fire away. You don't f- see the Holy Ghost is not is not difficult to get. No. He's not difficult to get. When he says that there's a, there's a state of surrender and brokenness, he comes. He comes. When there's surrender and brokenness, he comes. He's a gentle spirit that likes to be around an individual. But when he says that that individual is, is submitted and broken, he comes. He's easy. You, you, the Holy Ghost is, a, is an easy personality. Very, very easy. Luke 24 verse 49 says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with, with power from on high. Now you see, Jesus was sending his disciples, tarry in the city of Jerusalem. God, Jesus was not t- telling his disciples to um, 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 cling. He was telling his disciples to assess or, 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 or to come up here. No. Because you know the, the Holy Ghost, you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't carry the personality of you coming up here and, and you and you and you expect to get the Holy Ghost. No, you tarry. This is what submission and brokenness means. When you tarry in the presence of God, that is that is only when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. So the seal is important, but you see the seal does not come upon a man until there is submission and brokenness. You must come to the point of total brokenness and submission before the Holy Ghost comes upon you. How do you submit? Go before him and clear your will. Father, I have nothing. I have no will. I have no, I have no business. I have no future. I have no career. I have nothing I'm doing this world. If you don't make me, this is a man that have lost his will. Father, I know I like food, but I will keep this aside. Why? Because I want to. That is submission. This is what the Holy Ghost is, is, is striving in a man. When a man has left everything he has and then he's looking for the fruit of his spirit, this is, this, is, this is the man that the Holy Ghost is looking for. You must learn to submit everything. See, the Holy Ghost said to me one time, he said, see, eh, um, you must sacrifice all that you love. Yes, he, he spoke to me one time and he said, he said you must sacrifice everything you, you love must be sacrificed. Yes, you must sacrifice that which you love the most. Yes, this was, this was the word he used. See, you must sacrifice that which you love the most. That is submission. He's trying to drive in submission to me so that, yes, he can use me. And I have learned that and I, I have learned that I begin to ap- ap- apply it. When I begin to check through my life and I say that there is something in my life that 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 that, that is that 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 is taking taking away the love of Christ, I go before God. Father, I call this by name, I submit it to you, I sacrifice it to you. I sacrifice it to you. You must sacrifice that which you love. This is what the Holy Ghost is looking for. You will never get it to me if there is no sacrifice. What have you paid? What price have you paid? So begin to go through all, all, all that which you love and then begin to sacrifice it to God one by one. You must become broken in your spirit, man. Your heart must be accessible. That's what brokenness means. Brokenness is when your heart is accessible. You must break down the walls of guilt. You must break down the walls of sadness. You must break down the walls of depression. Even though the Holy Ghost will be far from you. Shamanda Prasco Enter into a covenant of total brokenness and submission. Then watch yourself grow. Watch yourself grow. You are backward in your spiritual race because there's no submission and you just want to go about life the way you wish. No. See, if you want to know if you have found God, is when you lose your life. You lose your life to find God. You see, uh, God began to tell me something today. He said, You cannot operate in your physical senses and operate in the spiritual senses. No, one must go for one to come. So if, if, if you want your physical senses to die, lose the Holy Ghost. 
But if you want the Holy Ghost, lose your physical senses. You must lose these things. It's a sacrifice you must pay. The sin of the Holy Ghost is God's certainty that rejuvenates an outburst of God's nature in a man. Is God's certainty that rejuvenate an outburst of God's nature in a man. So, what out, what 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 brings alike the, the the image of God in a man is when the Holy Ghost is there, when the seal of the Holy Ghost is there, when the seal of the Holy Ghost is there, when the seal of the Holy Ghost is there. The dimension of the seal is responsible for the manifestation of the supernatural. Listen, you can never manifest supernatural. The Holy Ghost is not upon you. Now, listen to me and listen good. The manifestation of the Holy of, of, of the supernatural is not by calling. Get me? It is by nature. Most of us feel we only manifest the supernatural because we are pastors, because we are priests, because we are bishop. No, it is a normal nature as a child of God, one that is filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes, man is for the Holy Ghost. You must not be a pastor before you manifest spiritual. Jesus began to Jesus understood this, and that's why he began to put in all these things in the word of God. God put this in his word so you understand. When the Bible says the last shall be the first and the first shall be the last, it does not mean that someone that's carrying last becomes the first. No, it means that no matter how low you are in the spirit, eh, God will still bring out the very best from you. Shananda brato No matter how low, see your qualification in the spiritual realm does not do, 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 is not is not the greatest is 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 is, is not is, it might not be God's great what God is looking for now to use you because you see your qualification is not is, is not what he wants to see but he wants to see a heart posture so you might be praying 30 seconds every day but you had the heart but you have the heart for God keep on doing that thing that 30 seconds every day and then watch God raise raise you up watch God raise you up watch god raise you up this supernatural is not a manifestation by calling but by nature i just said it now now it's not the it's not a manifestation by calling but by nature you are called to exhibit supernatural at will at will at will there is no effectiveness there, there is no effective witness outside the holy ghost you can never be an effective witness of the holy ghost you see the reason why jesus was when jesus was on earth and the holy ghost was not there was, you know why it was because jesus not need a witness parata <laughs> balatai that's what i'm saying jesus was on earth the holy ghost was not there jesus left for the holy ghost to come do you know why he need men to witness him to to he, he needs men to 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 to, to show forth his his nature on earth so Jesus did not need to be here and the Holy Ghost at the same time. Why? Because he didn't, he didn't need a witness then. Why? Because he was there. It, is, it was when he left, he wanted men to understand that, yes, what I do, you can do greater. By the help of who? The Holy Ghost. By the help of the Holy Ghost. God is opening up somebody's eyes right now. God is opening up somebody's eyes right now. Your eyes will be open to see the fullness of God. Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. I feel his influence on someone that is listening to this. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Number two, the, number two dimension of the seal is the seal as an authorization of God's calling. Yes. Is an authorization of God's calling upon a man. When God calls a man, he puts another seal upon the man that makes what? That makes an authorization of his calling upon the man. Let's not be negative. I am I am speaking out of reference. Let's see the word. Scripture says in 
1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 2. He said, If I be not an apostle unto others, ye doubtless I am to you. For the seal of my apostleship are ye in the Lord. The seal of my apostleship. The seal of my apostleship. The seal of my apostleship. So there is a seal of an apostle upon a man. There is a seal of a bishop upon a man. There is a seal of a priest upon a man. All these are callings. These are offices. They are your every offices. Every every office of the Lord is 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 characterized is authorized by a seal. By a seal, are you in the Lord? So Paul was speaking and he said there is a seal of apostleship upon his life. This is the reason why he carries out the will of God with ease. This is the reason why he operates in his mandates with ease. With ease. Every call to divine mandate is authenticated with a seal. Every call to divine mandate is authenticated with a seal. Every call to divine mandate is authenticated with a seal. So whenever God calls a man to his mandate, he gives a man a seal so that the man will become a representation of him here on earth. What see the seal is God's image in you. There is no image of God if there's no seal upon your life. What makes a man look like God is the seal he has put on a man. So every call to divine mandate is authenticated with a seal. Every call to divine mandate is authenticated with a seal. What 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 an authentication to the seal is is to authenticate authentication to a man's calling is the seal of God upon the man. The dimensions of this seal is responsible for the enabling, strengthening, passion, and the manifestation of the saint one. I'm not playing around with words. You want to understand what I'm saying? You see, the dimension of the seal. This dimension of the seal is responsible. Is responsible for the enabling one, the strengthening to the passion and the manifestation of the saint one. So, what enables you? What strengthens you? What gives you passion? What brings out the manifestation of God in you? Is the seal of God upon your head. The seal. So God anoints a man. That anointing is in is 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 the, the outburst of the seal upon the man's head. When God ever wants to send a man, he anoints the man. And that anointing inherent in the anointing is the seal. The seal that makes a man to be enabled. The seal that makes a man to be strengthened. This is the reason why when, when, when you are doing the will of God, you don't feel weak. Why? Because the seal of God is upon your head. The seal of God upon your head. Deeper dimensions of God's ministry is dependent on familiarity and knowledge of the Holy Ghost. So ministers, listen, you will never ever grow. Your ministry will never ever attain the height you wish if there is no familiarity with the Holy Ghost. You must be you must become too familiar with the Holy Ghost and, and, and have the knowledge of Him instead of you. So the knowledge and the familiarity of the Holy Ghost is what gives you um, a, a, a growth in, in that in that calling that God has given to you. So the so so there must be a, a familiarity with the Holy Ghost. Spend time with Him two four seven. Wake up in the morning, talk to Him, speak to Him, ask Him questions, wait to hear from Him. This is you see you cannot pray, you cannot you cannot pray without season if you don't understand how to how to have a deep relationship with the Holy Ghost. Deep deep in depth relationship with the Holy Ghost. The extent of your progress is linked with your accordance to the ritual of your seal. See, there is a ritual of the seal upon everyone that is born of the Spirit. Yes. 
there's a ritual there is a continuous ritual that you must put in place if you are born of the spirit these rituals must just be in place colonia fellowship you must just do them if you don't do them there is no progress you will never experience progress in your calling so ministers, we must we must sense ones ministers, children of God. We must grow to um, live by the by the confines of our of 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 of, of, of what God has sent us to do. By the confines of what God has sent us to do. So whenever God sends a man, he, give, he gives a man those and don'ts. Those are what makes you progress those do's and those don'ts. The more you keep to them, the more you become a wonder to your world. The more you keep to them, the more you become a wonder to your world. Sporadic growth in God's calling is triggered by your accordance to the release of only what is bestowed upon you for the edification of the saints. Sporadic growth in God's calling is triggered by your accordance to the release of only what is bestowed upon you for the edification of the of the saints. Let me let me clear this out. Okay, let, let's read the scripture. Acts chapter 3, verse 6 says, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I known, but such as I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. You see, whenever God sends a man, he gives a man a seed. And that seed inherent in the seed is the power, the power that sustains your calling as a man. Now, Peter went to the temple to pray. But you see, he said, Silver and gold have I known, but such as I have, I give unto you. I don't, I, I, I don't think it is possible for Peter to be too broke that he does not have anything on his body i don't think it's possible for peter to not not, not to have anything at all even 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 a penny but you see what 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 he was depending on was not what he had what he was depending on was what god has given him so as a saint one you must understand that your 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 your, your place of reference is not what you have materially it is what the spirit has given you so you will not call a service because you just feel like sharing money to the to the individuals no what god wants you to dish out to the people is not material things no except the spirit leads you to do so what god has called a man to do to dish out to the people is what he has given the man by the seed so you must strive to know what God has given you because that is what you will dish out to God's people. You don't dish out material things and expect progress in return. No, what makes a man a progress, what makes a man a victor is when the man dishes out what the Spirit has given him. Your gift and callings is what God wants to give to the people, not, not, not the material things that, 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 that might have come as, as, as a result of you keeping to God's will and, 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 and obedience. So we must strive to give out what God has given us, not what we feel we have. So you must give out to the confines of your calling. Yes. The day you begin to give out outside the confines of your calling, you begin to retrogress. You begin to retrogress. So Peter gave out what he had. He said, such as I have, I give you. What do I have? His boast. See, if you understand what Peter was saying here, he said his boast is in what he has. And what he has is what? Is what the, the gift of the spirit, not the material things he have. So what Peter was trying to make us understand as Christians, that yes, your boast should be on the gift and the callings of God, not what, not on the material things you have. So you don't dish out material things except you are asked to. You want to dish out to the people with spiritual things. Spiritual things. Spiritual things spiritual things 
if you understand this you will know you will it will it will, it will kill your 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 urge to going for churches and asking for arms no the 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 the, the menus of, of 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 church or a ministry is that you get spiritual food so that what the spiritual food services uh, the, 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 the 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 ruggedness of your of 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 you attaining the spiritual food so god will not call every, every man of god to 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 to, to, to pay your bills or to suit you no god calls a man of god to teach you how to do that in by the spirit you understand this thing will kill that guilt you have in you you understand this thing will kill that self that, that that selfishness you have in you your only means of sustenance as a sent one is your giftings know this your only means of sustenance as a sent one is your giftings see without your giftings you 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 there is no means of sustenance at all you live you eat you 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 clothed by your giftings so the more you grow in your giftings the more the more the more the, the, the more sustenance you get from god you must understand this father i, I ask that, that that god really open our eyes to see that um, there is no there is no positivity there is no there is no there is no advantage outside him yes our time our time is fast spent I'll, I'll, I'll stop here for now I am 100% sure that someone has been blessed I'm 100% sure that someone has been blessed please in case you have any questions in case you have anything you feel is right probably the Holy Ghost is seen in case you have any in case you want any prayers please reach out to me i always call my my numbers and my you can also reach me on on, on my gmail and www.inokomoriao1973 at gmail.com yes yeah, so just reach out to me in case you have any questions something that is not clear please always try to reach out to me um i i i don't want to assume that everyone listening to this podcast is saved because you see this silly only only comes via salvation no salvation no seed you have no hope for tomorrow without the holy ghost i tell you you have no hope for tomorrow without god in your life there is no hope you will go about life suffering and traveling until the holy ghost comes in so i i don't know who i'm talking to now but you really need to surrender like i began to talk like, like i began to say um, um earlier that the holy ghost only come in there is surrender and brokenness you must come to a total state of surrender so if you're listening to me and you want to give your life to Christ, just say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you today. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I ask that you forgive me all my sins. I ask that you cleanse me with your blood. I ask that you save my soul and rescue me from destruction. Right now, I renounce every work of the devil upon my life. I renounce his dealings in my life. I renounce whatever looks like him in my life. I confess that I am for Jesus and Jesus alone. I confess that I will serve Jesus for the rest of my life. I confess that I am that I am a saved one. Father, I ask that you forgive me my sins and write my name in the book of life. From now on, I am a child of God. Bye-bye to ignorance. Bye-bye to pains. Bye-bye to every work of the devil. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I pray that whoever said that prayer, you feed them to your Holy Ghost and give them the witness of your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for in Jesus' mighty name I have prayed. Um, thank you for listening once more. Please 
um, if you if you, if if you have any messages uh, in any way you want to share testimony on how any of the podcast has impacted you by the holy ghost please do well to share testimonies probably send to my gmail or or or, or, or my phone number or, or however means and you can reach us also on, on facebook scripture revelation we are on facebook we are on whatsapp too so do well to reach out to us and then we pray that god will help us so thank you very much let's ensure we make the best use of this end, end of the year and so we spend more time in god to study and ensure that we get a word for the next year god bless us all till i come your way again have a blessed day god bless you